for nothing with your hosts, Chris and Chris. Hello, sports fans. Hi, Chris. And non-sports fans, too, really. Yeah, and if you're a fan of anything, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jesus, you name it. Just looking for right a place. dumb podcast to listen to, we're the place for you. Yeah, we'll kill a good uh, supposed hour, but maybe three hours yeah. of, your, of your day. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We can't keep our mouth shut. No, no. We run, we run it off. We're running off at the mouth. That's what my wife tells me all the time. Yeah, wasn't that like a running off at the mouth? That was a, I think that was Tongue Twister's debut album title. <laughs> you know that rapper that rapped real fast, Mr. Tongue Twister. I'm the Tongue Twister. No, no, uh, not like that. No, he, no. Well, he did do that. I think he did do that. I, he said I his name know. a lot. Really? Did he? he? Yeah. Third person. I'm not Mr. Tongue Twister. In fact, I think that was like the hook to his his song. Look him I, up. He, I, he I, later on became just Twister. And uh, I think Kanye produced one of his records because he was from Chicago. He got fat, and then he, but he could still rhyme really fast. He was really good at chopping. I have no idea who you're talking about. Actually, I've n- never heard Look of him. Up. Yeah, I don't really he want was to. On, remember that song? Listen to some Marvin Gaye, some Luther Vandross, Little Anita. Remember that song? Kinda, yeah. It was a Kanye hit that had Jamie Foxx on it. Oh. Uh, but Tongue Twister did a verse on that. Hmm. Anyway, this is boring. Yeah. You know what? It, you know what isn't boring, Chris? <laughs> right. uh, I'll give you one guess of what isn't boring. If it's, <laughs> it's a trick question, I feel like, because it's on this show. So <laughs> no, there's only one thing. One thing, Chris, that okay. isn't boring. Mm-hmm. You ready for it? I am. And I think the world would agree. Uh, Phil Collins. Phil Collins is not boring, Chris. <laughs> Back in the 80s, he sure certainly wasn't. No, he, he isn't today. <laughs> really? No. He is a fine, fragile old man. My wonderful wife took me uh, last night for my birthday. She bought these tickets before we moved to Pittsburgh. That's so she sweet. She took me last night for my birthday to see the great Phil Collins on his Not Dead Yet tour. Is that and what the name boy, of it is? Yes. That's amazing. And, and boy, oh boy, Chris, it was two hours of... I, no one sat. They just stood and listened to hit after hit as Phil just sang with all the heart of a 68-year-old British man. Um, hit, hits wouldn't stop. It was, it was is, absolutely incredible. It was he's only 68? I know. We kept – Kristen kept saying he's got real – He's he well he must have lived pretty hard yeah and I was like I guess I mean so Phil the eighties were a hell of a drug man for, for well he, you know he never seemed like a real party guy and I've read his book and it seems like he just he did drink some mm-hmm. but he wasn't like a big like he wasn't like imbibing I don't think he was like into into the cocaines no um I either way I think what happens is he he's first of all British and British people are like 30 immediately 30 years older than everyone else right right like they've already got rotten teeth yeah and like they're every British rock star is bald yeah everyone yeah you t- try to find me a British rock star that isn't bald I they're don't all bald they're all they're bald, bald. I agree with you. Gay, bald yep. they're yep. all just, they're all bald yep and they all have they all have yellow teeth mm-hmm. or fall, teeth falling out Phil Collins not excluded um he only stand only stand. He only stood for one song, of course, which was in the air tonight, uh, which is I think says a lot. Like in the air tonight is known for its drum fill, right? Like that's the most important. That's that's the part of the song. Yeah. Uh, he can't play the drums, so he stands. <laughs> it's, his, 
<laughs> his standing is Phil Collins' new drumming. <laughs> but he's got um, a – is he actually drumming the rest of them or does he have a drummer now though? Oh, his son drums. His son, oh. Nicholas. Oh, that's 18. nice. He's a very good drummer. It's really sad. I saw Genesis about, I guess, 10, maybe 12 years ago. Uh, and Phil Collins was just drumming like a maniac. And he apparently – his back and his foot have yeah. just given up on him. So he now just hobbles out on a cane and uh, and swears. He's very he's very angry. Oh, OK. He's like – He's a grumpy old man. Foot. Yeah, he's a grumpy old man. But man, when he gets into these songs, it's just it was it was twenty songs of absolute pure joy. Yeah. It was one of the greatest things anyone has ever done for me. Nice. And I, if you, I know he's coming to New York. He's headed to a, a theater near you. Oh, uh, he, I, I can't recommend the show highly enough. It's just so incredible. It's 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 really great. Okay. Um, yeah. I, not that anyone would. And I don't think I'm clearly blinded by my love of Phil Collins because <laughs> I keep telling people of going and they laugh like I was like, man, I'm going to Phil Collins and they would laugh and I'd be like, no, no, but it's but it's Phil Collins like the, the hits, the hits don't, man. don't keep coming. They just don't they don't stop. Yeah. It's, yeah. And, and 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 a packed PPG arena agreed with me last night. Like, do you, do you think that like people don't actually realize like some of those songs are Phil Collins songs? You know, I think like, that they hear. Just, I think he's synonymous with the '80s. I think people listen to Phil Collins and they think of Susudio, yeah. which is a stupid fucking song. <laughs> I hate it. And I was like, I trying to explain it to Kristen last night. I was like, in the '80s, you could just make up a fucking word and like build a song around it, and it would be a hit. Like it could be the only hit you have. Like, mm-hmm. and and that's what Susudio is. It's an example of that. It's just like the '80s were fucking weird, but. You, if you take, take aside, take, take that out of the equation and, and yeah, you did like the Tarzan theme song. He does, it's not all like real deep, like rock and roll hits. No. It's great songwriting. It's great hits. And I love pop music. I love great songs. And, and, uh, he's, he, there wasn't like, I, like I said last night, there were 18 songs. I think he played. All of which you would know, and that was barely scratching the surface. And only a couple of those were Genesis songs. Like, the, he didn't even come close to playing all of the hits. Even, right. Not even close. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I feel like people, like, most of those songs you probably hear on, like, the AM radio back in the day when you were driving somewhere with your parents, you know, or whatever. And you're like, you don't really know who's playing these songs. But you know them now. But you know them and you love them. And then you hear them now and you're like, oh, man, that's Phil Collins? You know, yeah, like, yeah. I know, I know that song. Like, I know a lot of his songs and I don't even know. How I know them. Something Happened on the Way to Heaven is a song that I, like, Kristen knew and didn't know how she knew. Yeah, exactly. Like, See? Yes. That song came out in 1990. She right. was three. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a, it is, he's a, he's a true legend. I was just ear to ear smiles. I kept saying, thank you, Phil Collins, much to the ire of the people around me. <laughs> like, I just kept repeating it. But I really genuinely felt like I wanted to say thank you. The guy has given me. So much joy, you know. I've That's gotten amazing. into That's into really making, awesome. I've gotten into making bread, Chris. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh, in, yes. In old age. Yep. And uh, and and we my, all have our uh, hobbies in our old age. My my starter <laughs> does better when I make bread to Phil Collins. Mm. It just it, it likes Phil Collins. It See? responds. There you go. So That's... so it's just it's just how it is, man. You got to find your starter song mm-hmm. or your starter artist. Like I don't know. If there's anyone that does that for you, but like Phil Collins did it for me and he did not disappoint. I can say with 
like almost a level of unbiased judgment because everyone else was shitting on it so hard. I was like, oh, wait, am I just being stupid? But no, I wasn't. Nope, you're not, man. Uh, listen, I, people like I went to go Seeger years ago, you know, and, and, and I was like, ah, Seeger's all right. I like some of his songs. But then I you like I sat there and, and I knew all of his songs. I didn't realize I knew all of his songs or most of his songs, at least, you know, that are like. You know whether I probably most of them are all of his greatest hits type things, I guess. But whatever. But I, it was a really fun night. It was a really fun concert. Like you said, like everybody was standing the entire time, and this was a whole bunch of old people in the, in the Barclays Arena here in, in Brooklyn, and and everyone was having such a great time. And I I had a way better time than I anticipated or thought I would. I'd, I would say this. I. We noticed that the Bob Seger is playing in a like in two weeks. And I'm well wondering, should I go see Bob Seger? Yeah, I don't know if I want all my concert going experiences in Pittsburgh to be like throwback shows because I recently just saw Prong too. <laughs> well, uh, a band, that just might a band be Pittsburgh, from, you know? Like you it might. might just... That's what I'm thinking. It might just be Pittsburgh. I think for like at least the three years I'm here, mm-hmm. I just lean into it and I just go see like hair metal reunions. Get them while and, you uh, can. And like '80s pop, great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it just might be like this. They definitely have no shortage of them. And the cool thing is, is that Pittsburgh's such a blue collar town. Right. The people come out. Yes. Like they, they come out. You people were like, and young people, younger than me, younger than Kristen, people behind us were screaming at the top of their lungs, singing along. So, yeah. I, I uh, it, it might be a bubble, but goddamn it, I love this bubble. Uh, I had a fucking amazing time, and I just wanted to. Uh, to start the show on a very positive note because I'm feeling so good. I woke up this morning and I just put on Phil Collins. Like, when was the last time that happened? Mm, like, never? I'm still, ever. I'm still excited. Yeah. You should, every day should, you should wake up and put on Phil Collins. Well, thank this you, Bill incredible. Collins. Thank you. I mean, Phil not Collins. To be, I just called him be, Bill Collins. Not to be mistaken with Bill Collins, <laughs> who's my accountant. He's also very good. Great dude. Great dude. I wake too. up and listen to him, but when I do, I'm like, oh, I'm in some tax <laughs> oh, trouble. Crap. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, Bill's calling me again. Goddamn. Getting Bill on Col- it again. Bill, Bill Collins calling. <laughs> calling in a favor. Uh, you should set his ringtone as a Phil Collins song. People still do ringtones? Is that a thing? I think so. I is don't that, know. Is it? Yeah, probably. Did you ever have a ringtone? Like, a, Did you ever pay for a ringtone? No, I man. Did. I didn't do that shit. I ain't paying money I for that. I, yeah. I definitely I don't even. I don't even let the uh, the phone ring half the time. It's on mute like 99% of the time. So I don't even. Well, yeah, because you're not a fucking 90-year-old human being. You're not my mom. <laughs> no one has a ringtone. But when I did, I paid for one. Did you? Yes. I actually – I. Couldn't you just download them now as like the song? Of course. Right, I don't even right. know how it would work. It would be so stupid if you were like <laughs> – Wait, what was your the song? your phone rang and it was like, oh, Macarena. Like you would just be like uh, – you'd be like one of those dicks that like want people, to, want people to hear it. Yeah. Like – that number is you're not anywhere. It wasn't his phone. That's actually a good one. That's actually a good one. Yeah, a lot of his songs have the word. He talks about the the telephone a lot. Um, Like uh, the old school telephone. Yeah, like a phone. It's a big part of it's a big part of his misconnections in his songs. He's like he'll try to call someone, they don't answer, so then he comes over and finds out they're cheating. That Mm. is basically the entire premise of the song misunderstanding, which wouldn't be a misunderstanding now because he would just text. There would be no misunderstanding. <laughs> Could you imagine trying to do these songs and like update them? 
No. Right? You no. can't like it's just, it's just it's not they're not trans translatable, right? Or I guess I don't know if that's the right term there or whatnot. Don't but. throw the word trans around. You never know. <laughs> you gotta throw that pass that one by Caitlyn Jenner before you can <laughs> just toss it around. <laughs> yeah, baby. You can't be saying trans around here, baby. Yeah. Only I can. Only I can say trans, and I got a trans am, baby. Yeah. Smokey and the bandit. <laughs> Oh man! Cadence in the Trans Am. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Firebird. Can't catch me, Smokey. <laughs> tops, tops off if you know what I mean. Caitlin's getting frisky. Nips out. <laughs> Headlights on, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Cop Down again for that reason. Man. Uh, Chris. Yes. Uh, I'm here. I'm still here. Speaking of Caitlyn Jenner, uh, (laughs) are you you following the Mishnu craze still? Have you seen that the Jags have decided to to capitalize on? I don't know why Caitlyn Jenner is the perfect segue (laughs) to Minshew, to Minshew Nation. Uh, Minshew, too. Uh, I guess Duval, our favorite, um, our favorite team, is uh, doing a headband night. Did you see that? No. Yeah. That... J- Jacksonville wants that Minshew money, yeah, which is do. not does not bode well for Nick Foles. <laughs> no, no. I like listening. Even if you try, even if Nick Foles comes back healthy, if Minshew's playing well, he's 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 not going. He's not not starting. Right? Like Minshew's. They're riding that out as long as they can. As guy's, long as he's, the guy's he's magical. The guy's mag- magical. There's something about him. There's he is what Foles was two years ago for the for the Eagles. Totally. Oh my God, you're right. I mean, Foles that's is a, getting Foles. Did you just come up with that take? Kinda. I think so. Foles is getting fold. Yeah. Foil. Foles. Foil. Foil. <laughs> that is a fucking great take. Yeah. I uh, I I mean, I'm all in on Minshew, and thank you for that. You are you are an early adapter. You were the first. I I mean, I being an alumnus. Uh, but yeah, wow. That Listen, was, I uh, didn't think he was going to be this good. Like he, he, in college, he was okay. He wasn't great. They, they won a lot of games. He passed for a lot of yards and everything. And, and like, there's, there's a reason why he was a sixth round pick and stuff. And, and maybe that's because of, you know, some of these stupid systems that they have to run in college where they actually can't learn how to be a, a, a good quarterback, you know? And, and so maybe with the proper teaching and technique, like he has in the pros now, like he's able to be, Better than what people anticipated or thought he would I mean, be. He's like a he's like a good Blake Bortles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> you know, but everyone, I mean, I think, all they needed was a better Blake Bortles. And, yeah, like and, a competent guy who can actually throw the ball, read you, the defense a little bit. Two years ago, would he have taken this team to the Super Bowl? Like it could have. I I just feel like with that defense, maybe it would have happened. Yeah, I mean, maybe. And maybe that's why. And maybe that's why. I mean, I I clearly think that they're the favorites to win the South. I. I, th- I think Fournette's going to start playing well. I think this team's going to start playing well. Oh and I think Ramsey's going to have to start playing. You've come around Con- on my on my Jaguars. <laughs> I dude, I love them. I love them again. It took only four games, four games of Patriot on the Jaguars is, is the max I can do. I love how you. It doesn't take much for you to to, to turn and flip on on whether good or bad. Either way, I I do appreciate that about you that you don't just sort of you don't just stick to your guns whether it's just going horribly for you or whatnot. No, why would um, you? I hate people that do that. Yeah, I know because it's like, oh no, these these guys just can't be good, you know. Like, if we were, if we were all a little bit, 
You know, so this is a, a this is wife. This is a house husband's corner. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love it. Dish, a, a, dish, I'm honey. A, I'm giving you a house girl. I've got a house husband's take. Girlfriend. Ready? So when I say something stupid in front of my wife, here's what happens. She Y'all don't take, even know. She, she really gets upset for a long time. She holds a grudge. She'll be like, "Oh, I'm still mad. I'll forget all about what I said originally," and she'll be like stewing in the corner and i'll be like gosh darn i wonder what's gotten into Kristen." and then i realize she's still mad about something i said over breakfast breakfast burritos and so what i i don't know why my house husband's southern but i'm sticking with it yeah it's gotta be southern so what i've noticed is that i really just turn the other cheek and i maybe that's the christian in me yep but I it just, is i i sure. really i whenever i get upset i'll just i just drop it all i need is a quick walk around the block or maybe drop a deuce, but something to get my mind off of what originally made me mad, and I'll just turn it. And you know what? For better or for worse, I think that's a better way to live. You just don't hold those grudges. No. And you move on. You move on. And I think if we all could just mm-hmm. stop holding so many grudges against Ugh. folk like Rudy Giuliani, yes. like we could just turn around. Oh, you know it. Have a better time of yes. living our very short Phil Collins-filled lives. Uh-huh. Phil Collins and a nice iced tea on the porch just fixes everything. I think that the house husbands should be Southern. (laughs) How can they not be? (laughs) Right, they've got to be. Yes. House husbands are in touch with their feminine side but are still masculine because they drive Chevy trucks. Yeah, we can wear salmon-colored shirts. Salmon color's a great color. With with light blue shorts. Yes, if you need to, you can wear those. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm an, I'm okay with an open toed open toed closed back sandal yes. if that's what gets you going. <laughs> leather strappies. A leather strappy. <laughs> they're comfy. Oh, they're so comfy. I'm not. You know what? I really wish we could get coming back. Men with perms. Why can't men have perms anymore? <laughs> I love a perm. My hair's thinning. I could use some of that body. A little extra thickness up there. I could use some body up there. My wife to run her fingers through it. Yeah, one last time. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, if I grow my hair out, it's just straight and greasy looking. Nobody wants that. I want to look like Bill I want to look like Jeff Lynn from ELO (laughs) with his big poofy locks. (laughs) Or like Michael McDonald back in the day. Witchy woman, I want you back. Witchy woman. (laughs) Oh, this has got to definitely be a segment each week now, I think. Yes, yeah. house husbands rule. So that's what – so, Chris, I, that's my house husband take on it. I just – you know what? I just don't see a, a point in holding a grudge. It's just it's just fun. Let it go, to, like, man. Just let, yeah, it go. let it go. I'm the opposite of first take. Like, well, this is not – this is – we're – like, they're just – they really, those guys just really root in their fucking takes, the, the – Stephen A. Oh, like, yeah, rah, rah, yeah, rah, yeah, rah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Barking, barking. The first take is that yeah, what it's called? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yep. Anyway, we yeah. should. Uh, we before we fucking turn this into another hour and a half podcast, <laughs> uh, I think we could probably just jump right into picks. Let's um, do it, man. Let's let's get this thing. Uh, let's get this yeah, thing this, ramped up and um, let's, let's try to correct a, the ills uh, of last week, where yes. both of us finished with uh, losing records for the week. It's, which really hurt That's overall tragic. season totals, even though um, uh, you're right at 500 and I'm three games above, just treading water. When was the last time we were both uh, under 500? I, f- I feel like it's been a long time. Uh, well, it's, I mean, 
last year at some point, like late in the season, I feel like we were, when we started nosediving, I'm sure we were both. Yeah, we spiraled. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were trying to save it. So, so this is a good, I mean, this is basically where we land every year. We've just done it after four weeks. Like literally I'm 31 and 31. I could have just bet (laughs) on the same thing and come away with nothing. So it's one of our monikers that I, the hashtags that I've posted before is, uh, you know, 500 picks, you know, it's like the, the dot 500, you know, as, as the winning percentage. Yes. Yeah. It's one of my favorites of the, we're uh, the, we're, we're the 40, 40 club. (laughs) (laughs) What we went through. Um, First place I ever met your wife. Speaking of house husbands, right. was at the forty-four right. Jay Z's forty-forty. That's club. right. Yeah, yeah. We'll just leave it at that. You, everyone else, do use your imagination. <laughs> Watching playoff baseball and getting a little randy <laughs> in the Beyonce room. Yeah, that's right. Had a bed in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, good God. Wow. <laughs> yeah, marriages. That was marriage. That was a marriage meant to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so let's go through these. Uh, we've got a. I think we got a fun one tonight, right, Chris? Oh, this is such a good game, Chris. Um, the cool thing about this game is that it's October third, and then the rest of the week is September 29th, uh, according to your documents. So oh, apparently we'll got a little lazy there. I forgot we'll, to update the we'll dates on that one. Our, <laughs> we're getting, getting into <laughs> our time machines. <laughs> for, for the, the following let's just games. go ahead and. Do that. Of course, that screws up the whole system and there. But it's all good. It's all yeah. good. All right. Thursday, Thursday, October third. Um, <laughs> the one game I probably will be able to watch. I'll be in Dingle, Ireland for the uh, for the other games. Watching rugby. Uh, it is the Rugby World Cup, and boy, Ireland took a real took a real dick in the ass from uh, Japan. So they've got to they've got to pull some out. Wow, so, Japan has a rugby team, and they're hosting. Oh, yeah, it was a huge upset. Okay. Huge upset. They, Japan is is uh, undefeated so far in, wow. in their home tournament. Good yeah. for them. They're one of the, you know, like the, uh, the, the Island nations are, are one of the, um, like Samoa. Has yeah. Like those, a, a yeah, those have yeah, good teams. I know of them. And yeah, of course, like the Kiwis and stuff, but yeah, uh, Japan has gotten into it. Huh? Well, good for them. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, um, Thursday night Rams of LA, just take a little West Coast trip up a Highway 1 to Seattle to play the Seahawks, uh, where the Seattle is the home favorite minus one and a half. Give me your Seattle take right now. <sighs> Boy, do I Thanks want. for your tight end, by the way. Thanks for your cast-off tight end. Seems <laughs> all right. What's his name? Van Bennett, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a real, he's a good. Actually, you know, I, I like him. He, I, we expected more from him in Seattle, and so from that's why they traded him because they, they thought, I think they thought they were getting like a blocking tight end who could catch passes, who was sort of a well-rounded tight end. Who turns out that he's not really much of either. Um, he had a nice, he had a nice comeback catch. On, he he puts up decent games here and there. They're kind of quiet. They're not, you know, flashy. He's he, he's a sweetheart of a man, though. He gave an interview here when he got to town, and he was like, "I was not expecting." To be traded by the Seahawks, I was a little disappointed. But ever since I've been to Pittsburgh, I really love this town. Yeah, these guys are so nice. Like I was like, oh my god, this guy is like, how do you end up be a football player? He should be like a youth pastor. He's so nice. <laughs> he's a he's a good dude. He's he's a great interview. He has lots of fun. He's like one of these guys that in Seattle that him and one of the other tight ends that they actually they cut and brought back now. Luke Wilson is like they started oh, right. like this whole like Techno Tuesdays, but on Thursdays kind of thing. <laughs> You know, and like they're 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 both like just kind of a little like um, 
not they're just they're fun they're fun loving dudes i think who like to have fun and especially in practices and whatnot. i mean if he can if he can succeed in pittsburgh pittsburgh is such a tight end town yes I mean, we're, they're still talking about like heath miller and eric green exactly so you know and he's, he's not heath miller though right he's not that great blocking tight end he's He's probably your. He's probably a good second tight end who who will just sort of you know get you like twenty to thirty yards a game. That's exactly what he did last week. He yeah, did just fine. Right, and uh, but he's nice. He, he'll endear himself to the fans and the community and that uh, that whole stuff. So I'm. Um, I, I like the guy actually. I, I just I we wanted more from him uh, for the last couple of years here, and, well, and maybe you had we to look expected no further too much. than the great state of Montana for something a little. Well, bit we more. that's why we got rid of him now is because we have. The uh, Will Disley, um, Walt Disney. Walt Disney. You guys got Walt Disney. It's amazing. <laughs> Reincarnation of Walt. Who Disney? knew Walt Disney was a great tight end? What a great end of career move for him. Well, apparently, when you Go cryogenically freeze someone, you can sort of put them into any body you want. And I think Will, uh, Walt's last words and dying words were like, "I would like to be a tight end in the NFL." Yes, he would. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't say NFL. They just couldn't figure out what he was talking about, right. so they assumed it was football. <laughs> All right, so Seattle favorite I at home, juice, and I would like a tight end. Walt Disney, okay. freeze me now. All right, okay. Let's keep it clean. Keep it clean for Peter's kids. Oh, um, yeah. Chris, I'm still going against my Seahawks. It's it's a it's a tight game here. I'm giving up How one tight. and a half points. Walt tight. It's too it's too Walt tight for me, so I'm gonna take the Rams on the road. This plays into the road, and uh, the the road teams are still dominating from from last week. They're still over seventy percent winning of the games. Um, I don't think Seattle's played well against LA in the last two or three years, uh, so I'm gonna keep that streak alive and say Seattle. This might game will probably be close. It'll probably be low scoring. I feel like Chris. Um, so I'm taking the Rams. Chris. Yes. Two things. One, I invented the the golf is garbage take, and you everyone did. is biting it now. Yep. I just want to put it out there. I'm gonna I'm gonna let it go. I'm gonna let everyone have it. It's not wasn't it wasn't proprietary. Everyone could have could have had that take at the beginning of the season or preseason as I did. Um. But also Seattle wins at night, especially at home. So give me Seattle. Great. They always win at night at home. Mm. Okay, moving on. Uh, Sunday games. You know who doesn't always win anytime, for that matter, are these two teams. Arizona plus three in Cincinnati. So it's weird. I Cincinnati had, the I guess, the second highest passing yard offense until they got to Pittsburgh. I didn't realize that. Like, they were not completely inept uh, as, a, as an offensive team. I Well, they're just inept that they can't score, even though they put up 400, over 400 points in Seattle in, in week one. They can't seem to find the end zone, so that's that's their ineptness. Well, uh, boy, I feel bad. I actually feel bad for Andy Dalton for the first time in my life. Like I, I, he he's got not. I don't. I think it's his. I think it's him. I think it's his his problem. I think it's his problem. Yeah, he's um, not a good quarterback. Dalton. Yeah, he's got the weapons. I watched him throw that interception in the end zone. I think he just knows that like he doesn't have it anymore. And there's no Bruce Arians to save him. So <laughs> I, I like I like Arizona in the points. I'm taking your, your road theory on this one. I think there's going to be a Kyler Murray turnaround. Yeah, and it feels like if if anybody, it's it's like you were saying it. You, it's it's against a, a team like Cincinnati who can maybe, who can maybe um, 
not score points, but sort of move the football down the field a little bit, but do not get touchdowns and, and sort of keeps keeps Arizona within striking distance uh, uh, of, of being able to figure it out. And, and Arizona being able to, like you said, figure it out offensively against a Cincinnati defense that probably should be better than it is. Um, it's funny because this team has a lot of like high priced veterans offensively and defensively. Like I didn't realize like Dalton, AJ green, um, oh, yeah, a couple yeah. guys on the offensive line, the defensive players like Geno Adkins, the couple cornerbacks, they, they've got like the problem with Cincinnati. I feel like now the kind of looking at them is like, they should have done what Miami did to begin the year. They should have just stripped, stripped everything for, you know, for, for draft capital and, and draft picks, stripped it all down, tanked for Tua. Um, for next year in the quarterback, you know, like traded Dalton if they could have. Well, Dalton is definitely the problem, right? Like we know Mixon is a is a quality running back. Yeah. Gio Bernard's a quality running back. Yeah. They've got three serviceable wide receivers, a decent tight end. Yep. And it all signs point to D- Dalton, but the guy I will say has no time to throw the ball really, and maybe you well, just want the- a quarterback like Dalton in there to get his ass kicked until next year. I I don't know. I I. I th- everyone here in Pittsburgh keeps saying that it's just that the the coach is just in over his head, and that's the problem. Well, I, well, which I I don't know if I agree with, but like but and so so and more to your point, like we're saying, like they're offensively they've they've got you know they've, it's this Rams style offense, right? Which they can they can run the ball if they need to, or they can dink and dunk their way down the field, and and it's right. sort of what drove me crazy about watching them play against Seattle is Seattle just let them go down the field, and then eventually they let them sort of shoot themselves in the foot by either turning the ball over or not being able to finish it off and put the ball in the end zone. So they have a they have an offensive game plan that allows you to be somewhat successful, right? And it's it's probably not hard to run that offense from even from this guy who's who's what in his early 30s I think or something like that. Yeah. Uh, as a head coach, like, he's a first-time head coach, baby. right? Yeah, but and he's a first-time head coach and, and he's over in his head I think from this from the standpoint that this organization sort of um, thought that they could kind of continue with this team, right? Just take Marvin Luce's team, all these veterans, all these players, and not strip it down and kind of start over, and yet can kind of just plug these guys in thinking they can make this work. And I think that yeah. was the problem in ineptness is, is thinking they actually had something here when they don't, and they and they should have realized that. And they have no, they actually had no game plan. It's sort of the problem we can maybe talk about with the Washington Redskins too later on is that there's really no game plan of like, you know, they're just kind of going like, oh, this isn't working. All right, let's go to this. That's not working. Yeah, like, no, let's go to this. You I, know, like, it's my, it's one of my biggest. There's no vision. Thieves. It never works. Right. It never works. Yep. And pulling so, a quarterback and putting in a rookie quarterback and just, and hoping with the same, pro, with the same program. Right. Or that, that it's going to work. Yep. Never worked. You can't just hope for magical miracles. I guess it did happen with RG3. And maybe that's what they're hoping for to Haskins is a half a season of a good quarterback. But the, but the, but then do half a season. Like wait, like just because yeah. Case Keenum was just playing badly in that game, right? Like be don't go. Hey, you know what? Because they said I think the week you know going into that, and we're getting off topic here. But they said that like Haskins wasn't going to play. So if he wasn't going to play and he wasn't going to start for you that game, then don't bring him in in yeah, garbage just time. Leave just your to, guy, especially yeah. when your your number one receiver isn't playing. Right. Exactly. Like they were just. Yep. Well, and number one, and your and your rookie running back. Right. Like, if the team's just dead in the water, let Case Keenum fucking ride it out, yep. or put fucking Colt McCoy in. Right. But, don't, but don't throw your fucking rookie quarterback in because you want to like, like sell a couple tickets next week. That's right. fucking stupid. So if, that's if, typical Redskins football. Typical Redskins, right? And then it, it, that's it's the, it's indicative of their owner, who I think is just a, a maniacal 100%. Uh, 100%. Uh, guy who just uh, and, you know makes decisions on whims and is like, this is what I want, this is what we're doing, kind of thing. And bring it back full circle. Cincinnati also has a shit owner. Shit a owner. Shit owner. 
And maybe this all boils down to shit ownership. Right. And it, it trickles down from the top and, and they, and they have a sh- I know they've improved somewhat over the years of their, of their front office. Like, you know, they've actually brought in, like, I think the standard of the quota of like scouts uh, and front office execs to kind of help, you know, manage the team and those kinds of things. But I still don't think they're there to that level of, of, of sort of quality or, or determination and, and spending wise on the organization. Like, like every other team actually is doing. Um, I'm now convinced. I'm now convinced that uh, that Gruden will be the first coach fired. I feel like the like Dan Snyder would totally fire. His well, coach and there's there's already a rumor that that come Monday he he already knows he's going to be fired and that um, that it's it's already happened like winter you know because everyone is expecting him to lose. this What's weekend. the line on that right now? I wonder if I I, I don't even have a, any way of looking that up immediately. Uh, New England is is favored um, in Washington. New New England is favorite. No, no, the line of like who's first coach fired. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. So well, I think it was Gruden to start the year. So I was going to say that was one of my prop bets for this week that we were going to talk about at some point in time. So okay. this is a good time to do it. Okay, is well, that whatever that line is now? It's probably in the minus now. I'm sure be. though because of these rumors. But if it's not, hit that hard. Yeah. Uh, because come Monday, there's a probably a really good chance that he's he's not the coach. Come on, day, good be coach. <laughs> okay, so we both got Arizona with the points. Be Let's move on approach. here. <laughs> we really just Roach is all I could come up with is a rhyme for coach. <laughs> Atlanta on the road plus five in Houston. Be smoking a roach. Uh, yeah. Now, last week we Land bet on Houston. Houston. Yeah, they're they're plus five in in Houston. Last week we were all over Houston against Carolina and that offense. Um, and that quarterback and the whole thing, yeah, we, we, we thought won. that was uh, yeah, we won. <laughs> so, I won. I won. I took Carolina. You did. You took Carolina. That was amazing. I forgot that you took Carolina, actually. Um, so can Atlanta do the same thing? Yo, tell me. Explain Atlanta to me. I can't. I can't. I can't. Matt Ryan throws for like 300-plus yards. Is it just garbage time? Like, is he bad? Is he good? I don't. I, 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 their, their defense is, I guess, terrible. Also, does Houston play all their games at home? I feel like they've only been at home this season. <laughs> Probably. That's I don't know. Crazy. These are two teams I cannot, for the life of me, figure out or even try to get some sort of I don't want to live in either one of these cities. Yeah. I don't want to root for either one of these cities. Yeah. They're both in the dome. They're yeah. both because they're too fucking hot to mm-hmm. be outside. Like, anywhere you play in a dome because it's too goddamn hot out, like – Ugh. Like cold, yeah, that makes sense. I play in a dome. It's freezing here. We can't actually go outside, but like too hot. Ugh. Yeah, I don't like it's it. Too this, game is, this game is too. Turn the AC for- on. But I'm gonna. I I I noticed that you're probably gonna go with Houston. Is this true? Yeah, because well, so um, you know, like you said, I can't make heads or tails of either of these teams. Even though Atlanta's getting five points, they've been getting run all over and passed all over at home. I don't think Houston's gonna lose two in a row at home. To two like mediocre teams, like I, 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 I honestly, I watched some of that game against Carolina, and Carolina wasn't doing anything at all. But somehow they, they barely won that game by low scoring. You know, it was it was a very low scoring game and stuff. So sixteen to ten, I believe. So Falcons are one and three. Houston's two and two. Man, these are very equally matched teams. Yeah, aren't they? Atlanta might be another team that 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 if Quinn if they lose another game or, or two, maybe three at the most, Quinn's like in, here in the next three weeks. Like Quinn's gone, he's fired too. I think because if you know he was supposed to be the defensive coordinator now, taking over play calling duties, he's supposed to be the defensive guy. Like they are getting demolished. Well, they've, so they've only they've given up ninety nine yards. They just have only or ninety nine points uh, total. They in in their four games, Atlanta. The the thing is that the the they've only scored seventy, so it feels like to me that it's about 
being able to score less than it is about defense. Houston, on the other hand, has only scored 78 points. Right. So, like, it's a tough, like, ugh. Ugh. like I don't like this game at all. I don't, I'll, I mean, I'm ta- I feel like I'm taking the, the loss I'm taking, either way I'm going to take the road points because that seems to be a trend that we have decided is <laughs> a good what? one. You're right. It is. We should, when in doubt, take the, take the road. Yeah, yeah take, you're right. And, and five, like, it's, it's worth it. It's I would points. also take, I'd probably take the under. If the under is 50, I think that's what I would go with. Mm. That's actually might be a good. That might be. A, are we willing to like even put this into a parlay though with this game? This game is so gross. It is. Ugh. It's horrible. Ugh. It's horrible. All right. Um, let's move on then. I don't want to talk about way too many on this one. Okay. Uh, Baltimore minus three and a half as the road favorite in Pittsburgh. Baltimore minus three and a half. Baltimore coming off a crushing loss to Cleveland, just getting so is Baltimore bad? It's, they just they beat they beat Miami, which everyone beats, and then they who else did they beat? Right, they beat they beat three Cincinnati bad teams. They beat two bad teams. They've lost two games. They, they, they well they they, they barely they beat it, Arizona they held it down with Kansas City. I think everyone got a little ex- overexcited on Baltimore. Yeah, uh, a little prematurely. That being said. Baltimore is not Cincinnati. Pittsburgh, I do not understand this offense. It's fun-ish to watch. It's funny to see them play like Wildcat, but like the most tentative Wildcat offense ever. I don't know why they suddenly think Mason Rudolph can't throw the ball. I don't know why everyone, like the legacy of Ben Roethlisberger needs to be forever like worshipped. Like, oh, we couldn't just have another quarterback come in and throw for like decent amount of yards. Uh People here do not like Mason Rudolph for some reason. They're still all just waiting for Ben Roethlisberger to come back. Mm. It's bullshit. It's bad coaching. Give me Baltimore. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's um, yeah, Baltimore's. I, I was a little worried I, that they're they're probably not as good as they as as they kind of started the season, and and I think the fault was is because of what they did to Miami, and so expectations were too high. They they the second week they they barely beat Arizona at home. Was like by seven, six or seven points. Um, week three, they barely lose to Kansas City, right? They held into that game. They, but the, and the other thing I've noticed, and I watched some of the game last week against Cleveland because I thought it was a good game. It was interesting. Is that they kind of got away from what they said they were going to do at the beginning of the year and what they did to Miami and maybe what they did to Arizona a little bit. It was like it's like run the ball and be dynamic. With, I thought that was the whole thing. Right? And 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 then I think once they got to Kansas City, it's like they started throwing the ball, right? And they had to keep pace with Kansas City and Mahomes and that offense and stuff. And then I think they kind of got away from what they're supposed to be doing, what they probably really do well. Um, although Lamar Jackson came out in an interview and said that he doesn't like to run the ball and he wants to he, – he would prefer to sit, you know, stay in the I pocket and pass too. and stuff. So this is sort of an interesting dynamic about what maybe they want to do and what's best for the – for the overall point of the offense, and maybe and maybe they maybe they don't want to run the ball as much as everyone assumed they 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 wanted to or whatnot. But I think Baltimore maybe is a little hot and cold. So is Pittsburgh. Um, uh, and again, when in doubt, I'm, I'm taking Baltimore. I think Baltimore kind of maybe gets back to maybe what their offense really should be and needs to be. I, 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 I think, they've, think they've realized after two weeks here that they've they've kind of gotten away from maybe what their strengths are a little bit, and, and I think maybe they look to get that back. I'll match I think you on both Baltimore. defenses are struggling. They're not as good as yep. they they had hoped. Yep. I think forty four is the over on this one. Yes. I would I would take forty four on this one. I think regardless of Ooh, I like how that, the game actually. ends, I, like I would that. take I would take the over on this. Yeah. Right. 
Okay, maybe that's part I'm of our uh, three. I'm gonna put that in there. Three parlay. Put that in there. Pittsburgh over forward board. Okay, there you great. Go. Write it down. Lock it in. Buffalo it plus down. three in Tennessee. Okay. Um, as much as I like Buffalo on the road, three points. Man, they suck though. They do suck. They suck offensively. Defensively. God, it's a fucking train wreck, man. Defensively, defensively I'm sure even, it's super fun, but they suck. Did I don't even think I don't even think uh, New England scored an offensive touchdown last week. They did didn't. They? Is Josh Allen is Josh Allen back this week? Uh, you no, know, I think he's hurt. I don't know if he'll be player. And I if if not, it might be a Sunday call here on this one. Where's Nate Peterman when you need him. <laughs> Can they can they bring him back from Oakland? God, <laughs> I don't know probably. if Gruden will let him go though, man. That guy's a, a serious man crush on that one. Um, this one, so this one's tricky. Maybe that's maybe that's what we need to focus on here. Is if Josh Allen's not playing in this game, I'm probably taking Tennessee. If if he is playing, I might be a little more inclined to go with Buffalo plus three. But Tennessee seems to be playing really well defensively and and running the ball well. I'm just not sure if they can translate that against a against a really tough Buffalo. Defense. Definitely feel definitely has the the makings of a of a bad Tennessee week. I feel like they they're right? good against a they're Every other decent week. against a bad a bad uh, defense. Yep. But doesn't this just feel like the kind of game where a, B- a Buffalo defense could win it? I mean, Buffalo defense almost won last week against a really good Patriots yeah, team. This exactly. is not right. the Patriots. This yeah, is yeah, a yeah. different. Tennessee different can't spot. throw the ball, and that's that's Buffalo's strength. So you know that's that's gonna they're gonna take that away, even though it's you know Mariota doesn't really do it anyway. So basically, they can make this team one-dimensional and 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 key on shutting Derrick Henry down, um, whether that's capable or not. Because a lot of teams shown that they can't, even though I think they're trying to. Um, Tennessee's been able to run the ball here and stuff. So I, this one's tough. I, I feel like just no matter, almost no matter what, maybe taking Buffalo and the points on the road is is just kind of another thing that we got to keep following the trend on. I agree, but now I'm starting to wonder. You are on the. You've taken every road team. You realize that, right? You've taken literally every road I am. team. That is not intentional thing, too. But I keep talking myself into it as we go game by game here. Oh God, I'm just now. I'm like wondering. Maybe is this the Tennessee week? Mm. Listen, no, give me Tennessee, Buffalo. Be, yeah, Buffalo's, Buffalo's Tennessee beat Atlanta last week. They lost. Um, There's just it's a different. It's yeah, right. I, I think once the they play way. good teams, especially good defensive teams. I think they, uh, I think they kind of Marcus know. at home doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Marcus. Yeah, they lost to Jackson. They couldn't score against Jacksonville two weeks ago. Okay. Uh, they exactly. put up points against Indianapolis in week two, but they lost the game. Yeah, um, if you're gonna, they're gonna make Marcus go to the air. Yeah, it's not a good look. Yeah, Derrick Henry gets shit shut down. Right. Don't start better about fantasy this game. teams. Yeah. All right, feeling better about this one. All right, Chris. While you're in, uh, where are you? Scotland, Ireland this weekend. Ireland. Ireland. While you're in Ireland, you can take a little hop, skip, and a jump over to jolly old London and uh, <laughs> watch Chicago Bears destroy the Oakland Raiders. Your British accent's something to behold. <laughs> jolly old London. Jolly old London, right, eh? <laughs> stop, stop putting marking down what you're going to take before you take it. It's influencing my pick. I already said, I, I just said I was going to take Oak, or, uh, Oakland. Oh, I was going to Chicago. Chicago's going to destroy Oakland. Really? Yeah, they're they're Is it um, Chase Daniels day. Is it Chase Daniels? Time? I think it's going to be Chase Daniels. I think he's a, he's going to efficiently lead this offense. They're going to be able to score enough points, more than five points, to cover the spread here. Oakland is going to have a tough time against this Chicago. This Chicago defense is legit. Chicago defense is good, but I feel like maybe this is a weird one. Like it might be a, they might be a little. First of all, Oakland will be the home team. Mm-hmm. Second of all, they might not be as bad as everyone thought. 
Uh, I think five points is a good cushion. I think maybe a little jet lag and a couple of things breaking the right way, maybe weather or what have you, is the difference maker. I think Chase Daniel is not a good quarterback. I think that was just a fluky thing. Um, I, th- I expect him to make some mistakes. Vontez Perfect has at least three sacks in this one. Uh, so give me Oakland. <laughs> you, mean, you mean three spearings? <laughs> Metalma hits on this game? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who would have guessed by week four? That both Vontez Perfect and and Antonio Brown would be out of the league. Oh man! I mean, uh, they shouldn't have never been in the. Well, that's not true at all. But actually, did you? I, no one's even noticing this. But there's a video of of Perfect. I think in the. I don't know if it was the same game or was the week before. As he's tackling someone to the ground, he's like, or someone else's. Like it's like a, you know, there's t- the two of them. He, yeah. He's trying to punch the dude in the helmet in the head. Yeah, man. He's not even he tackling was, the guy. He's just trying to punch him in the head as his he's whole being thing was always His whole thing wasn't he always like into like twisting people's feet like yeah, in probably. the pile? Yeah, probably. You know, yeah. I mean, the guy's a dirty player. So like, you know, bye. David, David Carr said that he's really sad. Oh, I'm sure he is because he right? he's not getting paid yep. to hurt people. Yep. Okay, so you're taking Oakland for sure on this one, right? I just want to make sure I wrote that I down. Am, yes. okay. I am, yes. I am taking Oakland. This Great. is going to be my surprise. I know. I, I regret upset. it. We, we made a mistake last week with uh, not picking Oakland. Um, uh, I it don't think it's going to happen two weeks in a row for I'm me. Not so I'm not going to make a mistake twice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next game, Jacksonville, Minshew Mania. The mustache, the headband, the whole thing. It's just Ooh, it's it's a gorgeous. Teal, it's, it's, a teal to, it's a teal toga party. There's so much teal happening here so in the South. Teal. In the South. Jacksonville, Jacksonville plus three and a half on the road in Carolina. I mean, this one, this is the one where I feel like Jacksonville, this is a great road. This is a great road win. I think that this is, I might even take Jacksonville on the money line. They've been steady. Their defense is looking great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that their running game has finally started to click. The only thing Carolina has is a white running back, which just does not bode well for me. <laughs> I do not I do not trust a team whose entire offense is based around a white running back. Is, <laughs> has anyone ever succeeded in that way? Rocky Blyer, maybe? I mean, what was the last time? John Riggins? Time? I mean, it's a, we're talking 70s, maybe early yeah, 80s Bob here. Riggins. But yeah, Riggins. Yeah. Bob fucking Riggins John, was the last John, time. John what, anyway, Bill Dave, Collins. Dave Collins. <laughs> Bill Collins. <laughs> Bill Collins was the last good rookie running back. Not rookie, white running back. Seriously, like think Spanky about Spanky Collins back in the 36, yeah. 37. Yeah. Uh, Pee wee, Pee wee Collins. He, to, he only had three fingers on one hand. Uh, Somehow it made him carry, hold the ball better though. It did. He couldn't get it out. Didn't have a thumb. Couldn't throw it. That's why he played running back. He was a all-star quarterback uh, until he until he lost his his thumb in a newspaper men's accident. <laughs> he was, he was thrown. He used to work at the printing press as a side job. Lost it. That's back when everybody had to have a full time job. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah. When men were men because they had more than one job. Yeah, more than one thumb. Right. Uh, right. So give me Jacksonville <laughs> and the points. Uh, yeah. I am I am coming around a little bit on Carolina's defense. I I, I they they I think they put up in a really impressive performance last week. I think Luke it's really is the most rapey person I've ever seen play football. Doesn't Ooh. he seem like the kind of Luke Keekly Keekly? Oh man! Oh, he don't. seems so rapey. Oof. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. I'm not touching that one. I'm gonna go away from that one. Um, I so I'm I'm I feel like this might be um. I feel like Minshew might struggle a little bit against this one because I think Carolina's secondary is keeping teams in check. I think they did it against 
uh, Watson last week in Houston. This one worries me a little bit, but Chris, it's Minshew Mania, and I'm riding that train for as long as we can. I'm on board with you, Jacksonville plus three and a half. Great, I love it. All right, let's move on to the uh, <laughs> game of the week. Yes, here. is this the lock of the week for us? Maybe on our and our Why throw this fucking... one in the parlay, or is Minnesota yeah. going to do the what happened with them against Buffalo last year when it was a lock and it was near certain that they were going to win this one? Minnesota on the road minus five and a half against the Giants. With Danny Dimes throwing lightning bolts all over the this. field. You tell me what you think, and I'll just agree with you. <laughs> I'm a little surprised. I'm a little surprised that that Minnesota is only uh, favored by five and a half points in this game. Um, although Minnesota, like so, like so, the Giants, like they, I mean, what, can they do anything against this defense? And maybe I keep, maybe I'm missing the boat on Minnesota here, but I keep thinking they're a good team and they're good defensively. Um, they sucked offensively against Chicago last week. I think they can run What's the ball. Bond, all, I think, Chicago defense. Yeah. Uh, the Giants, like, I, I I don't think the Giants can run the ball against Minnesota. I don't think they can pass it against Minnesota. I think they're going to give Danny Dimes here a lot of problems. Um, it's it's I, To me, this is an obvious one, and, and it's Minnesota. I'll give up the points. Again, it's the it's the road team here. Um, I, sooner or later, i got to pick a home team, but this is not going to be one of them. Ugh. I'm going to... But this kind of feels like a letdown game for Minnesota, right? Like all of a sudden the Giants put up some points here, score some. I feel like the Giants, though they may not win, will cover. They'll cover, yeah. And they probably will win. I feel like, (laughs) I feel like, I feel like Danny Dimes might be like a thing. I think that they're gonna they're gonna get their team's hope up. They're gonna be have a winning record going into Week Six. I feel like Everyone's Minnesota's going to be able to open up the, the offense Giants. a little bit. So Stephon depressing. Diggs is going to put up a big game because they can throw it on the Giants secondary. I think they, I think Minnesota can just have their way offensively with the Giants on this one. I'm not sure though. I don't know, man. I feel like the Giants might get some false hope on this one. Uh, I feel like I think knows? like Minnesota might get false hope. On this I one. think that you might see. I think you might see a tie atop the uh, the NFC uh, East, East wow. by the end of the week. I like, I like my your prediction. strong convention on this one. Okay. Next game, New England minus 14 and a half against the Skins in Washington. Is that, I know you don't like double digit uh, spreads here, Chris. Is this one too much for you? Uh, uh, no, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. New England is so much better than Washington. So Just much better. A, bi- this one. a billion times better. And they're going to let. They're gonna let old uh, Gruden stick around for his one last to get whooped by the the Patriots because they don't want the new coach to have to get whooped by the Patriots. Like, I I really the only reason he's still coaching. Yeah, I really hope they Colt were McCoy playing the Jets this week. He would be gone. Yeah, I really hope Colt McCoy plays in this game or Case Keenum. Although he's apparently he's in a walking boot, so I'm not sure he's gonna play at all. I just give me some Colt McCoy. Give me Colt. Give me the Colt forty five. Yeah, give it to me. And I hope I'm wrong, but I'm uh, not wrong. I feel like Sony Michelle probably has a big breakout game in this one. It goes over 100 yards, scores a couple touchdowns, and everyone's like all excited about Sony Michelle again in their fantasy. Um, he's terrible. Yeah, even though he's terrible. Moving on, New York Jets. Sam Darnold I'm, I, is like practicing. I doesn't sound like he's going to play. Maybe it's a game time decision. I think you can. Exp- I think you can rupture your spleen if you come back too early from mono. mono. So I, I that doesn't highly good. doubt that. Uh, highly doubt we'll see him. Philly coming off a big upset win against Green Bay last week on Thursday night. No one expected it, Chris. No one saw the Jordan Howard re uh, reemergence. Yeah. Uh, oh, coming, yeah. Right. right. Oh, huge right. one. That's a see. That's that's my Sony Michelle. It's my Jordan Howard of the week. I think there. Um, even though that was last game, we were talking about Philadelphia at home minus fourteen. 
Yeah, I, this is definitely Philly. Take Philly in the yes. points. I'm, I'm doing it twice. This is I'm the one home I'm game going... I'm taking, I think, Chris. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's going to be a, a three-way tie atop the, atop the NFC East by the end by week's end. It will be Giants, oh, like Philly, I like your Dallas, call here. and it's going like it. to be all Chris Berman can talk about. <laughs> Circle the wagons. Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, if, if Darnold is, is playing in this game, um, it might... I might fourteen might be a little strong. You can you can throw you can throw on the on the on the Eagles. Um, so they might be able to score. Like I, I feel like like Darnold comes back at the like a little bit of magic that comes around gives gives the Jets a little false hope and and everything's all of a sudden like Gase is actually a really good coach. Which I I wouldn't be surprised if Gase is fired after this season because if they have a losing record, oh I think record, he definitely will be. Yeah, I think he does. I I think he needs to. The guy's start, taking uh, too many smelling salts before games and and blaming his players and everything when it's his game plan and his coaching ability. Something, the one something's that up sucks. with that dude. <laughs> something's weird with something, him. Exactly, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I I would. Yeah, he's like, ah, it's intervention time, maybe. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. 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 All right, great. Moving on. Tampa Bay plus three on the road in New Orleans. Uh, New maybe Orleans. We can maybe go watch this game, Chris. Um, <laughs> Same. <laughs> Dude, declare. Uh, I'll wear some seal suckle. This one, uh, Tampa Bay plus three. I, I feel like. Mardi Gras. <laughs> Marte Grau. Uh Oh, day. <laughs> I don't... Normally, I'm taking New Orleans in the points. Alvin Kamara. Uh, New Orleans has a really good defense, Chris. They held the Cowboys in check last week. That a riot. I don't... <laughs> I don't bring it. Spots up your rise with Zatarans. Louis Armstrong. <laughs> Um, I feel like you don't know how to pick this game either. That's why you're just throwing uh, New Orleans terms in, out there. But um, I'll take. Child I know you're going to take. Uh, you're going to take Tampa in the points here. I do believe. Of course I am. <laughs> of course I am. Of course I am. I love them so much. You love them I so love much. The you love Bruce Arians so much. so much. I love Bruce Arians. I I love I I I heard somebody on the radio say the other day that the uh, the addition of Todd Bowles. Was secretly the most important offseason move any team made, and I agree. I think I think that team is playing with so much vim and vigor. Uh, you watch fucking Adamakin Sue last week, like run, like sprint. Like this team is playing for bowls. This team is playing for Arians. Like I, I love. He's a way better defensive coordinator than he is a head coach. That's for damn sure. Yeah, I um, totally. I like bowls. everyone's in their lane. Everyone's in their lane right now. I, I, I like it. I like what I like the. I mean, obviously, Jameis is playing great. Um, yeah, I'm a I'm a Bucks guy, and I and I think uh, Teddy Pendergrass or whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? Oh, Bridgewater. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy. He's terrible. Teddy B. He's terrible. He's terrible. He's terrible. Chris, he's a game manager. He sucks. Uh, I'm just gonna put it out there, dude. Sucks. He's not listen, good. Listen, the Rams were a shitty offense last week and they put up 40 points on Todd Bowles in that Tampa Bay defense. So I'm not I'm not convinced that Tampa Bay has a great defense. They might be playing for him, but I don't think they're very good at defensively. And I think New Orleans um, I think New Orleans can put up some points against that Tampa Bay defense. But they won't cuz they fucking suck. They and can't. They this, have a terrible quarterback. This might be 
this might be my regret of the week, but I'm taking New Orleans at home. That's two home teams in a row here, Chris, and that's probably enough for me. I gotta I gotta move on. Yeah, dude, you're wrong about this one. You, Byron Leftwich has got New Orleans number. <laughs> Just watch out. Actually, I'm wrong about the next game too, Chris, because they're the home they're the home favorites. Chargers. Your favorite. Play my favorite you with can't. all these injuries. Minus six and a half. Actually, you know what? I might talk myself into Denver on this one because Chargers are piling up the injuries here left and right like normal, like they have the last five years. So This is going to be – this is a game – and I know we say this every week, but this one, Denver definitely has L.A. fans. There will be a lot of Denver fans there. Uh, sadly, the other Chubb is out for the season, which makes Denver's uh, super-duper defense not so super-duper. And their defense um, hasn't been super duper anyway to speak of. Like they, I think they did all right last week actually, and they, they got a whole bunch of sacks and whatnot against um, against Jacksonville. Are the Chargers? Are the Char- wouldn't you say the Chargers are kind of Jacksonville esque? Like they're about the same. Like if they were to if they were to play each other, <laughs> would it be a Duval pick of right? West? <laughs> right. It'd be you kind of it'd be a pick em. Like to me, they feel like the same team. And uh, Denver lost to the Denver lost to Jacksonville by, by how many? Uh, two points. All right. They so. were favored by three, though. So um, Denver was favored by three. Denver was because they were at home. I think everybody was was betting on or banking on letdown from Jacksonville. Feels like a it lot. Feels like a lot, actually. Though it does. You're yeah. right. It does feel like a lot. I feel like Denver can at least stay in this game a little bit. Ditto, um, ditto. I mean, they they. I mean, they scored 24 points last week. I, I don't know if Chargers' defense is better than Jacksonville's or whatnot, even though they're at home technically. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 we'll, we'll stick with the road team on this one and take the points, I think, safely. Groovy. Great. Green Bay, Dallas. Dallas is at home. They're, they're favored by three and a half points. Green Bay, I think, is coming off kind of an, uh, an awakening of the public here of maybe their, their defense isn't that great. Their offense maybe is still struggling a bit to, to score points and figure themselves out. Uh, defense, uh, Dallas is coming off the, uh, the low-scoring defeat against New Orleans where they basically – I think they kind of screwed it up there at the end. Um, they, Dallas probably should have won that game. Probably. Uh, but again – Bad officiating. But again, a, a, a decent uh, defense kind of held uh, uh, Ezekiel Elliott and Prescott in check a little bit there. I'm, I'm kind of feeling like, you know – Dallas is probably a little overrated as well. I'm not sure they're that great. Although I should, you probably should take Dallas at home minus the points. I think it's that 3.5 is giving me a little pause here. And I think, I feel like Green Bay might not win, but I think they cover. I'm, I'm, I couldn't say it better myself. I feel exactly the same way. I don't even need to add anything. That's exactly how I. Great. Because we got two more games and we can finish up and go, go, oh man, and go. Go home. Go home. Go home. Go home. Go home. Oh, boy, Chris, we're, we're almost at an hour here. We're like we're, we're We've done it. We've done an hour. It's, we're, yeah, we're 58 we're minutes. We're going to go past an hour. we got two games Jesus to go. Jesus Christ, here. what's wrong with us? I don't know. Sunday night, Indianapolis, yes. plus 11 in Kansas City. I'm taking Kansas City minus the points on this one. I'm, I don't think Indianapolis can keep up with Kansas City on this one. And I know I said that last week about Detroit, but that was in Detroit. This is at home. Kansas City coming off of – this is a huge rebound game for them, I think, and statement game Dude, in that sense. There is nothing that Patrick Mahomes loves more than a primetime game at home. Mm. I just – 11 doesn't feel like enough of a uh, – there just isn't enough in, in Indianapolis. I don't think Brisket's got it. So nope. I I think that it will be a late push for a win this big. I think it will be close-ish. It will be dancing around like – They eight, might get 10 to 10. Points. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yep. But then I think I – think 
Kansas City just closes the closes the lid and uh, wins by 13 would be my prediction Ooh, for no reason. You. For no reason. I'm just going to throw a number out for the first time in my life. <laughs> if Great. I'm right. Yeah, I'm right, let's I'm do it. it um, maybe, maybe that's one of our parlays then, too, is the Kansas City. Uh... Well, yeah, except for they fucked us last week. Yeah, so but we can I... uh, you know, try it again, Chris. Try, try again. Try, try again. Okay, Monday night, Cleveland. Plus three in San Francisco. Uh, I think San Francisco, even though they might have a really good defense, I think they're highly overrated. And I start their their offense has been terrible, and I think they've been lucky to win games. Cleveland, I think, is coming rebounding a bit nicely. I'll take Cleveland plus three and a half on the road against the 49ers. Again, I agree with you. I haven't watched the Niners. I didn't even watch them play against I haven't the Steelers. Either. But I've just, got a, I've just got a chip on my shoulder against them. And I, I feel too. like Cleveland might be finally like doing what they're supposed to be doing. They yep. just, From a talent basis, I feel like running back alone, Cleveland is a better team. And plus three and a half feels like a little gift. Like sure. a little friendly Why gift. Why not? Yeah. The football guys. Right. So I took a lot of road. I took a lot of road team. We both did. We both leaned heavy on the road. I want, well, yeah, I went. Uh, what do I got? Three home teams. I think here. That's it. You really, you really dug in the basket. Yeah, I, yeah. If you're right, well, that'll be a miracle. Yeah. So. Hey, you know, I'm gonna I keep this rolling until uh, the wheels fall off on these on these road wins. So um, it's gonna happen sooner or later, and uh, I'm okay with that. So, uh, Chris, let's yes. stop talking. Okay. Wait. I have one thing I want to say. Okay. Uh, the, uh, the Rutgers football team finally let go of their horrible head coach, Chris Ash. Mm. Uh, it happened mid season. There's he's burnt <laughs> to a crisp ash. Uh, and it's wor- a worthwhile listen. If you want to check out to our, our friend of the pod, Mike Vorkanoff's got a podcast. I know I've put, I've, uh, you know, plugged it here before, but mm-hmm. it's the, are you screwed podcast mm-hmm. and their, their episode post Chris Ash firing is fucking hilarious. These three assholes are in absolute ecstasy and cannot like stop. Like they're like mean to each other. They're so happy. About it. <laughs> Except for they're just going to like get another terrible head coach down the road here. doesn't so. matter, but that's what they expect. <laughs> that's what's so great about the, are you screwed podcast? Even if you're not a Rutgers football fan, it's worth listening to. Uh, definitely check it out. That's my plug for the week. That's all I got to say. Goodbye, here's, Chris. Here's my prediction. Bill Collins, till you die. Here's my prediction. Uh, uh, oh, now I forgot his name. But the former Urban Meyer, uh, former Ohio State head coach, new Rutgers head coach within the year. Wow. That's a hot take. They got to go all in. They got to pay the money. They need a, That's a, a hot take. <laughs> they take that trash. Either that or, take- either that or Greg Schiano comes back. Uh, dude, I love your takes. Good <laughs> right. job. We got to go.